and we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to Checkpoint, episode 53. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent DeSantis, and today I am joined by my amazing co-host and undeniable sex machine, James Walmer. James, how you doing today, my friend? We're doing great. Um, Good. Actually, I thought of this. I literally conspired this intro today, this morning. I okay. Said, Man, on Checkpoint, I'm going to say that, you know, it's been a fucking day. Because sure. last night I was working so much that I did every night. It's my ritual. Yeah. Every night I watch one episode of like a feel good, um, <clears throat> like romance anime. Sure. Just... I didn't get to do that last night. Mm, yeah. And so I was like, ah. I put on a candle or like yeah. light a candle and I mm-hmm. watch my, you know, uh, cheesy romance anime. But yeah. That's great. I've been doing a lot of tea at night. It's been, it's been really nice. Like hot I tea. I had tea last night. Yeah. I just, it's a little, it's just a little something and it can, it goes a way, long way. I, I have this one that's called like uh sweet dreams or something right now. It's like a, it's, Whoa. it's like a hallucinogen, you know, I just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I don't know. It's just, it's just a nice little nighttime tea. It's just tastes good, but we're not here to talk about tea. Damn it. We're just here to talk about games. <laughs> <laughs> James, what have you been playing this week? I'm like 130 hours in Persona 5. And he still goes. It's every week. Every week, guys. I hope you know, because it's, it's been week. going since about episode 40 now. It's been 13 weeks of James saying, okay, we're 10, 10 more hours on Persona this week. Yep. <laughs> it's like, it's just every like morning or whatever, I'll just wake up like a little bit early and mm. I'll just play like half an hour or so. See, that's hard. I feel like my most productive part of the day is the morning. So I always save like morning. I cram everything mm. I can. And then at night is when I try to treat myself a little bit. Maybe I should do that. It's good. It's nice. I got a lot done. I'll try it out. But good. That's good. What about you? I started Ghost of Tsushima this week. Yeah, you did. I really did. I shouldn't have. I don't have the time to play Ghost of Tsushima right now, <laughs> but I did. I picked it up. I've played twice now. I think I'm five hours in and it is, I'm so glad. I was a little worried. I was a little worried that people said it, I might not like it because of a couple certain things. I'm falling in love with it, dude. I think it's gorgeous. Wow. I think the writing is cool. Dude, going from cyberpunk cinematics and then to Avenger cinematics, but now it goes to Tsushima cinematics. I'm feeling like... Just total jump. Yeah, I am feeling blessed, okay? Wow. The music is beautiful, everything. I'm sure I'll have more to gush about later, um, like at a later date when I play more, but I am so excited that I'm finally playing this game. So there's that. And then I beat Ratchet and Clank finally. So that was cool. That was wow. good too. How's the ending? Uh, it was fun. I like it. I had a great time. Right. I also watched the movie, which was oh, not a good time. Not very good. Yeah. No. So there's that. But yeah, that's cool. it. That's all I've been playing. So guys, today we got PlayStation's State of Play. Now. James, give me your initial thoughts today on today's uh, state of play. We did do a live reaction. That video is up on YouTube now. If you would like to check it out, youtube.com slash strictly casual. It was okay. We got a lot of stuff that we already knew about. Yeah. Actually, it was all stuff that we already knew about. And yes. that's my biggest gripe. We, like, there's nothing really new. It was either additions to games that we have already played or just further announcements about things we already knew about. But it's just a lot of kind of the same New right versions the same all right so here's the thing we could i'm just gonna knock down the list okay and when we have something to say about one of these things let's say them. i don't feel like we have to harp right. on these for a long time crash 4 we saw the next gen update awesome cool mm-hmm. already knew that was coming it was good to see a little tease of it looks pretty cool returnal we got a new gameplay trailer um yeah cool 
I, I guess. It's cool. I'm, it's hard for me to justify spending $60 on a roguelite. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to see how, how that reviews and like how I want to, I want to watch someone play it like a stream, like a stream to see kind of like what it goes, but there's that. Then we got knockout city, baby, a dodgeball Dodge And, uh, we were comparing, or I was comparing this at least to destruction all-stars to where it's probably going to be a fun time, but mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to stick with it or anything. If it's free, that is. Someone in our chat was saying that it's probably going to be like fall guys and it's going to be like huge maybe for like the first. Yeah like week or so and then it's gonna dead dead i don't know about the platforms uh knockout cities on is it just playstation not where not aware cool okay but then we got the highlight my mm, okay top three of this entire thing for me sifu baby sifu james tell me a little bit about sifu sifu looks like it is from the same devs of the game absolver which is a uh, melee combat game uh cell shaded um it's all about like technique hand-to-hand combat i'm gonna look actually while you're talking about it what developer yeah. made it um it is a game where you are going around the city like fighting crime basically like you're almost sort of like a vigilante right sort of like almost think of like like john wick without the guns so yeah. it's like all martial arts um it is it is um absolver ashen they also worked on for honor okay sleeping dogs so they got they got a hand in a lot of things i didn't know this was sleeping dogs they they're not the main developer but they have some sort of they worked with some team yes okay Uh, a lot of environmental uh takedowns you can do like Mm. in the trailer a guy kicks him through like a railing at a club yeah um, but just super heavy, intense, like focus on hand-to-hand combat and like placement of like your hits. Like you can kind of see whenever you punch someone, like whether that landed like on their chest yeah. or like on the stomach or the ab. You know, it's just a lot of detail in the hand-to-hand combat. I love it, dude. I saw the trailer. I'm like, this is it. This is cool. This is an indie game that I'm in. I guess it's not really. I would call it double A. I guess not quite triple mm-hmm. A, but probably a little more stake than um, an indie game. So totally 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 stoked to see more of that for sure uh, then we got solar ash which is like movement combat it's pretty got a lot of movement a lot of combat pretty game from the devs of uh hyperlight drifter which is mm-hmm. an incredible game so incredible studio i'm sure this will be uh a great one but who knows yeah we got all right Finn, what do you think of fnaf five nights at freddy's security breach it looks like chucky e. cheese scary nightmare dude i don't want any part of this at all this is the only five nights at freddy's game that lets you step outside of the office yeah forget it i don't like i don't know i've never have, i've never <laughs> even i don't care i've never never played five nights at freddy's i have no right. desire to do you have you mm-hmm. i played the original okay the first one but that's you, you gonna pick this one up security no. breach god no you're lost james you're lost <laughs> <laughs> apparently <laughs> uh okay then we got all Oddworld Soulstorm, which has a group of people that enjoy that game, and it looks Honestly, cool. The more that the trailer and the deep dive went on, yeah, the more intrigued I was. Good, it looks really good. Cool. Uh, and then we got my favorite of the whole damn show, Kenna, bro, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Let's go! It looks beautiful. The lighting, the combat, the action. It looks like there's going to be like a really important like storyline going on. There was this narration that was like, oh, the narration, bro. I love the narrator so good. But everything about it, I'm all in. 
give give me it, baby. I'm this is like my most hyped game of the year right now. You don't have to wait very long. It'll come out on August twenty fourth. That is true. Summer game. I mean, that's a bit of a wait. It's a yeah. bit of a wait. And it's like after the what do you call it? like the desert of summer? You know what I mean? The barrenness of games where it's the just events and no the games. Drought. That yeah. was what I was looking for. The drought. Right. Yes. Yeah. The unfertile. Got another Death Loop trailer. And it was James Bond. It was kind of cool. I kind of liked it that was trailer. James Bond. It was cool. Yeah. Do you feel any different about the game after watching this trailer? No. It still looks. It's still an interesting concept. I think it looks fun, but I don't like plan on buying it day one or anything. Can't wait to see how this game reviews. Mm-hmm. And then last up, we have Final Fantasy VII Intergrade, which is the next gen upgrade for Final Fantasy VII coming June 10th, but also. It is coming with a new episode of Final Fantasy VII, which is not... Some people compared it to the second part of Final Fantasy VII, but I don't think it's quite the second part of the game. It's like no. in between those parts of the games, I believe. That's kind of what we're looking at. Yeah. Um, the So one of the characters, I forgot her name, but yeah. the girl is a reoccurring character from the series, but the guy right. is a new character. Altogether new? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, so they're calling it a new episode. It's it's beautiful, dude. I, even the game on PS4 is beautiful. I I really the soundtrack is incredible. Yes. I can't wait to play this game um when it comes up with out with the upgrade, which is cool because I wasn't necessarily waiting for the upgrade, but now that the upgrade is there, that gives me something to kind of look forward to. And that's mm-hmm. perfect. That comes out June 10th, right in the drought. That's perfect. Yeah, perfect right for before me. the drought. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just figured this out right before we went live, James. What what else did Final Fantasy VII get today? <sighs> they also got a mobile Battle Royale prequel to Final Fantasy VII. And it is a third-person shooter. Uh-huh. It is a third-person shooter with yes, magic. with magic. Looks mm-hmm. awful. Looks like it controls terribly. And so that's, you know what? More power to but it, I guess. Pretty- Sure, it's pretty. Yeah, it also kill your phone battery in less than a match. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta plug your phone in mid match to to get the victory. Be, right. Your phone's gonna be so hot. You're gonna have to like wear gloves while you play. Do you think it's sacrilegious to sing the chug jug song while I play the game? <laughs> Number one victory royale. Yeah, Fortnite we're about to get down. No, we're gonna get DMCA. Oh God, Twitch, please. Um, and then. Oh, what is this? Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis also brings Final Fantasy VII and all of its spinoffs to mobile platforms. Is this the original Final Fantasy? Not the remake. This is the turn-based. Well, I mean, I guess the new one's kind of turn-based, but cool. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Fun stuff. Let's get to the star of the show. This brings us to the star of the show. Uh, I'm going to salute and pull out my 21 guns. Uh, Ready? (laughs) Fire one off. What happened this what happened yesterday, James? Anthem got the nail in the coffin. You don't sound so excited about it, dude. I'm really bummed about this. <laughs> this is like so sad to me, bro. How can you so, Alright, all right, all right, let me let me Yeah, yeah, just do it again. One more time. Anthem. Yeah. Got the axe. It did. It really it's gone. gone forever forever my 60 dollars revived again my 60 dollars will never be redeemed now is what i'm basically hearing right now this yeah. is 
This is sad. This is tragic. We knew last week we reported that Anthem's fate was apparently going to be decided. And uh, we have the answer now. We have it. it. They killed him. They killed him. Yep. They old yellered Anthem. <sighs> this comes from Bioware.com itself. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. In the spirit of transparency and closure, that's, that's what a way, what a way to start off their blog post. We wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, aka Anthem Next or Anthem 2.0. We will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today. Yeah, right. Like anybody's going to play that now. There's no reason to. Since Anthem's launch, the team has been working hard to continually improve the game, releasing multiple updates that brought with them a variety of improvements and introduced new content to play. Towards the end of 2019, we expanded on that effort and started working on a more fundamental restructure of the game. 2020 was a year unlike any other, however, and while we continue to make progress, um, and while we continue to make progress against all our game projects at Bioware, working from home during the pandemic has had an impact on our productivity, and not everything we had planned as a studio before COVID-19 can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams. I call BS that this is not the reason that Anthem got developed, but or wow. got canceled, but it's probably a reason. Um, I knew this would be disappointing for the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements, me, we've been working on. Also disappointing for the team who was doing brilliant work. To the Anthem community, thank you for your passion and creativity. Please stay safe and be kind to each other. Strong alone, stronger together. That's how they... Peace out, baby. That's that was the end of the thing. I'm really I'm really sad we do we will not get to see Anthem next. I have been looking forward to this it was for a, really a while. Cool concept. Like well, Anthem as a whole. Right. I mean Anthem 2.0 should have been the Anthem that released. And that's where they went yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, this is a big bummer that we're never gonna be able to play this. This is sixty dollars that I uh played about six hours of and never touched again. Do you mind if I actually pull up the Jason Schreier article about Dragon Age? Sure. Because I think it dovetails... For Bioware? Uh-huh. Do it. Because it's about Bioware. Yeah. So, Dragon Age 4 will be a single-player game, partially because of the success of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. This comes from our man, who we know and love, Jason Schreier. We don't know him, but we do love him. Um, one day. One day. So, starting off... EA has made... <clears throat> oh my goodness, not a strong start. Old <laughs> uh, EA has made a major pivot in the next installment of the Dragon Age series, allowing devs to remove all planned multiplayer components from the game, saying, quote, in recent months, it has transformed into a single-player-only game after EA was stung by a recent multiplayer flop. Cough, Anthem. Cough, cough. Uh-huh. Cough, cough, Anthem. It was Anthem's flop and Fallen Order's success that changed EA's full commitment of games as a service as foundational to our future, saying, uh, said Andrew Wilson. Inserting in right here, I have sold multiple tweets today in reference to this article that Fallen Order saved single-player games. That's what they're saying. They're saying Fallen Order saved the genre as a whole for EA. Changed their Probably mindset. Probably for EA. Yeah, yeah, right. Probably for EA as a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? The next Dragon Age has been in development on and off since 2015 from their very own Bioware, during which some members of Bioware's leadership team fought to recenter Dragon Age back to a single-player-only game. Bioware has also been working on a new game in the sci-fi Mass Effect series, as well as the remaster of the original Mass Effect trilogy, which will be out in May. It is worth noting that the next Dragon Age, quote, is 
seen as critical to the future of Bioware after its last two games, Anthem and 2017's Mass Effect Andromeda, were both critical flops. Right. End quote. I, how is it? How is it that EA's games are on like either spectrum? There's like no middle ground. They're either huge successes or the worst game you've ever played. I, I don't, don't know. And some of it's from teams that make great games. Also, it's not like it's not yeah. like it's just new teams making games that aren't very great. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, I don't know. So, the team of about 30 people that worked on Anthem Next will now help develop the next Dragon Age. It's just, they're going to become like, I don't know, 30 people? For, EA is a huge studio. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't but, know. hey, actually, the Dragon Age trailer, we got a trailer for that, right? I'm pretty sure. We did. It was kind of like a more conceptual trailer. Right, which is cool. But it was, yeah. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be amazing. Um. Yeah, rip Anthem. That's just all it is. At the end of the day, it's rip, rip Anthem. Anthem. But Anthem might die so that Dragon Age Four can live. It better be that good. It really. I does. hope it is. Have you ever played a Dragon Age game? I've never played a Dragon Age game in my life. Neither have I. Did you play? Actually, that's a lie. Did you play Inquisition? I played, I played the first fifteen minutes of Inquisition. Because that game, people love that game. People love that game. And yeah. I don't get it. Like the combat is just a little stale or not stale i'll say like rigid for my yeah. taste it's like that weird in between between turn-based and dynamic combat where it's almost like that wow style okay hmm. i don't know did stream crash stream still up we're good okay good i'm check double checking with chat because i didn't notice it crash okay hmm. we got another confirmation all good okay sounds good okay. james cool. next article hit me Introducing the next generation of VR on PlayStation. This week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, we got a blog post from PlayStation about the future of PlayStation VR. Vin, you know that I love VR. Yep. Current an ex-owner of PlayStation VR version one. That is true. Um I just can't wait for VR to get to a point where it is really incredible. Do you I think that PlayStation VR two is going to be that thing? It might. I think it has potential because but it's, VR is escalating quickly. Right. It's not wireless because yet though, James. Don't you want it wireless? It is. No, it's a single cord. Sorry. Yes, you're right. I thought you were saying just VR in general. Oh, VR. Is, yeah, it is in general wireless. Um, The single cord, it it could make it or break it for me. But if the tech, if the rest of the tech is incredible, yeah. I can like deal with one cord. Yeah. Um. But I think the main issue with PlayStation VR for me was the tracking. I didn't like that it was based off of the one PlayStation camera. Yep. And it was just restrictive. Uh, but I played a bunch of Quest 2. My buddy got an Oculus mm-hmm. Quest 2, and I've been playing that all the time. Cool. And it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, and I read an article today from The Verge saying that you can run virtual desktop on your, um, hmm. on your Quest. Interesting. Connect, connect your Quest to your PC via right. Bluetooth. And play like high fidelity games on your Oculus Quest 2. Cool. That's awesome. It's just running it native. Yeah. Anyway, super cool. Getting back to the article from blog.playstation.com. It says, Today I'm pleased to share that our next generation VR system will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Players will feel an even greater sense of presence and become even more immersed in their game worlds once they put on the new headset. 
We're continuing to innovate with our new VR system so that our fans can continue to enjoy the unique experiences that are synonymous with PlayStation. We're taking what we've learned since launching PlayStation VR on PS4 to develop a next-gen VR system that enhances everything from resolution to field of view to tracking and input. That's your... It will connect PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and include ease of use while enabling a high-fidelity visual experience. Yes. One of the innovations we're excited about is our new VR controller, which, we're, which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense wireless controller, along with the focus on great ergonomics. There's still a lot of development underway for our new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021, but we wanted to provide this early update to our fans as the development community has started to work on creating new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality. Here's the thing. We know what's happening now. We did... Mm -hmm. Remember, on our very, like, maybe fourth or fifth episode of Checkpoint ever, we talked about um, the controllers, these patented controllers that Sony had did with the finger things and all this stuff, mm -hmm. and they looked weird, and we talked about that. Obviously, at that point, we didn't know if PlayStation VR 2 was happening, but, like, who knows if that's legit or not still. But it's exciting. It's exciting that they're working on another one. I'm sure they're taking um, everything they learned from the last one and putting that into this one. Um Sony's been good, pretty good about that. Like, yeah. so listening to community feedback. So who knows? This could be awesome. Could be great. It could be great. Who knows? But also my worry is that other VR companies like Oculus, by the time this comes out, maybe we'll already have be Oculus it. Quest sure. 3. Totally. You know what I mean? I know. So and that's my concern. Honestly, I just want to play Half-Life Alex. So this is, this is not going to do it for me yet for no. VR. Half-Life Alex is literally incredible. I need to play it, dude. I, I really do. I want to so bad. Me too. I haven't played it. <sighs> Eventually. Eventually. I just know it's good. Also this week. No, last week. Last Friday. Last week. Friday. So the day after we recorded last week's episode, we got BlizzCon's opening day, um, which I heard BlizzCon was pretty much a flop this year, as was kind of expected. But what we did get was some new news on Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. So that's exciting. I'm excited for Overwatch 2. So for, we just basically summed up some um, important pieces from there, like some tidbits that um, work. Mm -hmm. So if you're excited for Overwatch 2, here's what you can expect that we've heard about. There's still more coming. We have two new maps that's going to be introduced to Overwatch 2 based on real-life locations, New York and Rome. Confirmed, obviously, there's going to be more maps, but these are just two that they have to show right now. There will be a dynamic weather event system that will be incorporated in the game, giving terrains challenging elements such as storms and blizzards in the game. I don't really know how that's going to work out so far, but I did see right. that every map has multiple uh, possibilities. Possibilities, yes. Um, hero missions will be introduced into the game, giving objectives giving objectives players can complete and finish at their pace. So, a little quest for each character, basically. Character enhancements and talent tree can be used by players to upgrade and customize their characters of choice. I believe that goes into PvE portion and not the PvP yes. portion. Yes. Um, the PvE portion will be huge. They, they said there will be hundreds of missions. And they it will be different for different characters and stuff. So that's awesome. Uh, heroes such as McCree, Reaper, Farah, Wittermaker are all getting new costumes and looks. Basically, they're talking about the upgraded um, textures that all the characters will have and all that kind of stuff to make them look better. Uh, and story content was teased for the game as well as the upcoming new character, Sojourn, I believe, or Sojourn. I think that's yeah. right. 
So Yorn, so yeah, yeah. Sojourn. And she has a rail gun. It's yeah, dope. She's really cool. It's super sick. Uh, James, what do, what else do we get from BlizzCon? We got a new WoW expansion announced. It's the Burning Crusade Classic expansion. So I guess it's an old new expansion. Uh, but it includes a level cap of 72 new races, flying mounts, and more. Cool. I'm going to keep going on Hearthstone. Yeah, keep going. Give, give us okay. the rest. Hearthstone gets Baron's expansion and Mercenaries mode, which includes roguelike missions and strategic RPG gameplay. So if hmm. uh, Hearthstone is your thing, love playing with those cards, then that is for you. If you love playing with Diablo cards. Diablo 4 gets a new trailer unveiling the new Rogue class. Yep. Ben, did you watch this trailer? I did. Pretty cool. It was pretty sick. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Then I think you'd like Diablo. I know, I know. And I I think I could I think I could get into it too. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. a little bit of persuasion could go a long way. I think it could work. Anyway, it looks really pretty. Really good. Um and Diablo 2 Resurrected was also announced, so it's like a remake of or not remake, but a remaster of Diablo. And you can play it on your phone. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, I also know people that just still play Diablo 2, even though Diablo 3 is out, because like, 2 is the best, I guess. Sure. That's what I hear. I hear 2 is the I... best. Hmm. But, okay. and that was BlizzCon. That was it. It was That was three That's days worth of it. content that we just wrapped up in about six minutes. So I'm so sorry I'm, if you had high expectations for BlizzCon. Very, very sorry. All right, next up, Days Gone comes to PC. More PlayStation games are coming to PC in the future. This comes from Polygon. Days Gone and a whole slate of PlayStation games are coming to PC. Sony Interactive Entertainment America CEO Jim Ryan told GQ in an interview published Tuesday morning. Once console only, Sony has over the past year made more of its first-party PlayStation games available on PC. Horizon Zero Dawn went to PC in early 2020, followed by Death Stranding later that summer. Rumors last spring called for Days Gone, Bloodborne, and Uncharted the Nathan Drake collection to get the same treatment, although a Sony representative denied them at the time. James, how do you feel about more games, more PlayStation exclusive games coming to PC and all this? Because this has been a big stupid debate. I forgot this happened. I forgot this happened this week. This is, uh, there's a lot of uh, controversy on the timeline, if I do say so. so. It's so funny. I was literally about to pull up the tweet that I replied to. Yeah. And some people are like, MLB going, not Sony's decisions, guys. Horizon PC. It's just one game, guys, to entice people into the sequel. Days Gone and other Sony games. It's just PS4 games, guys. Relax. And he goes, do you not see the pattern? Slowly but surely. Get out while you can. Do not buy PS5. Hashtag Boycott PS5. Boycott and then PS5. It's, and then it's Joker Jesus. <laughs> Which is stupid. The Joker Jesus is so dumb. So dumb. And I, re- I quoted it and I said, delete your account. I yeah. will. Dude, you had a famous um, person respond to you. Who responded to you on that one? No one responded to me. Oh, I thought someone responded to you. It was just Cheesy. Oh, Cheesy's famous in my books. Cheesy just... is famous. <laughs> so I thought somebody responded, but yeah, it no, was rough, think... bro. I think it's dumb that people feel the need to gatekeep Sony exclusives. Right. If they enjoy these studios that are making these great games, yeah. then why would you not want them to have more money? I don't know. I, I On one hand, I see the um, viewpoint of like, oh, well, if all PlayStation exclusives are going to be on PC, then I guess PC is just the best place to play anyway, or that kind of thing. But these games are coming like, out. Why do you care? It just doesn't really matter. It doesn't really it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Just play your games, bro. Just play your games. 
Just play your games. Yeah. Shut up and be happy. I know. Yeah. You're gonna get. You're, gonna, you're just gonna play your games. That's do you see that? Like, do you see that tweet that was going on? I was like, what is one thing that gamers hate? What? And then it was, it was like every. It was just open to being quoted, and like I heard people quote like games, like gamers hate games, gamers hate themselves. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jim right. Park said. Jim Park said them themselves. Gene Park, I just want to, I just want to talk to Gene Park, bro. Me too, man. He's been, he's been on it on Twitter this week. He's been on the memes yeah, for sure. He really has. He always but, is. Uh, what do you think, Ben? I don't know. Cool. It's great. I, I mean, these, these Sony exclusives. Um, like I'm gonna play them when they come out on PlayStation, probably first, anyways. Sure. Even, I don't think from a business standpoint that they're gonna release them day, day in and day out on PC. I don't think that's in their best interests, I guess, mm-hmm. money-wise. Um, but just let people enjoy it, dude. Just let people yeah. enjoy their games. That's all there is. That's all there is to it. And definitely don't boycott PS5. I think that was no. so stupid. Why? I don't know. It's <laughs> I funny. Just don't get it's it. It's funny that the tweet you're referencing, I saw, and I kind of just scrolled past it, not realizing it, until you, I saw some, you probably comment, and I look back, I'm like, wow, this is, out of touch you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> this guy's not on the ball at all oh we have a question um, in chat real quick that says should i just invest in a pc instead of a ps5 that's what you want I, I don't know there's too many variables that go into that there's way too many variables just like play what you want to play on colton came in and said yes i don't know i don't know if i agree with that necessarily it depends on what it depends on what you need it for like the console experience very much is a console experience yeah totally different much like ease of use like you turn it on you play a game you know what's gonna run mm-hmm. like boom 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 you're good and then like pc is like oh like you might play on the best graphics or like with the highest frame rate or whatever but and you have like a pc that's used for like all these other things um here's my here's how i know i'm still kind of a console boy right now is that outriders demo you can download it anywhere and my first instinct my first thought was i'm downloading this on my ps5 i me too I just like the console experience so much more than a PC experience. Although that's not dissing. I, there's a lot of PC games I love. I absolutely love. So, mm-hmm. but that's a that's a different that's a different kind of question. That is a different kind of question. James, what is Play at Home? Play at Home is four months of offers for PlayStation games and entertainment that begins March first. This is a Sony initiative. Uh, last April, Sony launched the Play at Home initiative offering up two incredible PlayStation games for free. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, and Journey. And then you said, I like to think they helped make the year just a little bit easier. No, that was the author of the blog post. I didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. That's cringe. I hate that. No, there's a lot of cringe in this article. (laughs) They're almost like gas. They're gassing each other up for this. They're like, oh, 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 (laughs) They're like, oh, we're going to give some free games to some people. Oh, I hope you like it, bro. Because we really like giving you free games, baby. That's kind of what it is. It's like, it's like, oh, last year we gave you Nathan Drake Collection? Oh, just wait for this year. We got a lot for you guys. That's all it is. It's just one game. Just one game. I don't know. This year we wanted to go further. So we've designed a series of free... Wait, hold on. I'm going to try and read this in, like, the most, like... The most, oh my god. Promotional, like... This year, we wanted to go further, so we designed a series of free games and entertainment offers for our PlayStation community to make the next few months a little more fun and enjoyable. 
Beautiful. That was spot on. That's exactly how I read it. <laughs> to be honest. It's like from a like a super soaker commercial. <laughs> exactly like that. So March 1st, we're getting Ratchet and Clank 2016 for free. March 25th, there's also a special Funimation slash PlayStation deal. I don't really get this deal. I looked it up and I don't understand it. It's not a discount. It's like extra content. But why would they not have that content on Funimation already? I don't know. I don't Also, I'm a little confused because I thought Funimation or I thought someone bought both Funimation and Crunchyroll. No, PlayStation was in talks to buy Crunchyroll. Or no, did Crunchyroll buy Funimation? I think it's the other way around. I think Funimation, Funimation bought, bought Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. One of them bought the other. They're in the next couple years, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yes, Ratchet and Clank 2016 is available on both PlayStation 4 and backwards compatible on PlayStation 5. But it's already available for free if you have a PlayStation 5. So. Yep. And if you have PlayStation Plus. Right. Uh, a lot of variables. What we outlined today... Oh, sorry. Let me go back to this. What we outlined today is just the beginning of what's in store for Play at Home. <laughs> In the coming weeks, we'll share more details on free games and entertainment offers dropping for our PlayStation community. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and there it is. PlayStation Play at Home Returns. I actually kind of like this. It could be some free games that I don't have. So. Oh, That's clarification. Cool. Sony owns both Funimation and Crunchyroll. Before they bought Crunchyroll last year, they had already owned Funimation. Okay, that that just opens the door for a lot, a lot of cool things that could potentially happen so in the future. So where's the Crunchyroll deal? That's what I'm asking. Who knows? Who knows? All right, ben. Um. Also in chat, thank you, Luigi, for that gifted sub. Shout out you. You're an absolute legend. Um. Here we go. This is, I got super, super excited about this today. Um. Every week. I kind of did too, Ben. Every like, week. I did too. Bungie releases their This Week at Bungie, which is their weekly like wrap-up, staying cool with the community, because Bungie is known for being really good about having that communication from their dev team to their community and like working things out. They always they're always really good about this. Um but this week in particular had some very, very cool details that um and I usually don't read these every week. Maybe if I'm really playing Destiny, I read a couple because they're like eminent changes, but here we go. These are just a couple things I pulled out. This was a long ass list of stuff. If you want to go check it out, you can go check it out um, on Bungie.net. But James, this one is specifically for you, okay? Yes, it is. In season oh, 14, yeah. Ada One is returning to the tower. And with her comes the ability for players to take any armor they have in their collections and turn it into a universal ornament. In Destiny 2, we will call this transmog system armor synthesis. James, explain to me what you like about this and why baby i like this because when i'm power leveling and i'm trying to get to the next level and i have all this blue ass gear that looks disgusting Uh i can just transmog the armor that i'm wearing into shit from last season that looked really good yeah so and it takes so that if i have like a new piece of armor that i get even if i am like in the later stages of building my armor if i want to wear another piece that has better stats but i like the look of another piece just transmog that bad boy. And this... I No, go for it. Go ahead. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I read this, and this is immediately what I thought. I said, you know what? This is great, but what does it cost? At what cost, Ben? Everything. At what cost? What did it cost? <laughs> yeah, it... Everything. There's definitely going to be some sort of 
you're gonna have to pick your favorite things to tr to probably turn into this armor synthesis or or maybe it's a free thing who knows but here's the deal here's one of my big problems with destiny um is that each season you can tell who the high level level players are based off of their the armor set for that season those are the people that are winning or are not winning but succeeding is those people with those armor sets now you can really customize from everything way back because they go they took i didn't even i didn't even put this in here sunsetting is now gone they're not sunsetting I put that in there at the end thank you okay so we'll just that's perfect destiny is also repealing its sunsetting system by releasing the infusion caps on weapons starting next season weapons will no longer see an infusion cap after a year so weapons and armor so that okay. like this you can use things from way long ago and still have it be up to par with current stuff, which is so, so important because if you're grinding for so many hours to get this one weapon, it doesn't become absolutely obsolete in 60 days when the next season comes out. So amen, Bungie. Thank you. Thank you. Here's what else we got. There are going to be PVP changes to fix stasis and prevent cheating. Right now, PVP is a mess Finally. because of this frozen, stupid stasis stuff. Uh, so they're working on that big time. They gave, they shared some details, but it's boring if you don't play Destiny. So I'm not going to bore you with that. Um, there's a <laughs> lot of new armor sets coming. They posted some, Let's go. some concept art of what it looks like, and I'm all in, baby. Those warlock helmets are looking real good. So sick. And best of all, baby, best of all, crossplay is coming to the masses in season 15, which is not next season, but the season after. We're doing some well, internal like September. Yeah, probably eh, probably right at the end of summer. That about lines up with September. You're about right. Uh, we're doing some internal rollouts and alpha tests in season 14 to prepare for a widespread launch this fall. Yeah. With crossplay, you'll be able to play with all your friends no matter what platform you call home. And don't worry, we won't be matching console and PC players together in the Crucible unless PC players specifically invite their console friends to play with them in PC Crucible polls. Yes, sir. So, James, they already had cross prog progression, which has been awesome. I've been able to play on my PC and on my... Uh, playstation and like level those babies up i've been waiting for crossplay. this is awesome all this news is huge in getting me back into destiny and you know what i know it's coming i know it's coming soon to where it becomes my main game again okay finny i got i got it loaded up do you have it downloaded right now on your playstation I have it downloaded right now oh you bastard you're gonna get me to download it i'll delete red dead I can't believe I re-downloaded Red Dead. Oh, I forgot. I told you I, I played Red Dead Online, like a lot of it. Really? So much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. So good. Okay, well, that's Bungie. That was all. I, it's just super exciting to me that they're working on stuff that is going to make me come back. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. Like, Transmog, I've been talking about this for so long. Like, I just want the ability to play. I mean... I was going to say, like, Fashion Destiny, but that's not as fun as, like, saying, like, Fashion Born or Fashion... You mean Dress-Destiny? Dress-Destiny. That's what they call it, Dress-Destiny. Dress-Destiny. Yeah. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. Me too. Can't wait. On the next article, Sony is winding down original game development at Japan Studio. This is tragic. So these are the people who made Ape Escape, Gravity Rush, and more. I did write R.I.P. Gravity Rush 3. Not I haven't played any of the Gravity Rush games before, but I did hear that this was in development, so that would be really sad. The iconic developer behind Ape Escape, Gravity Rush, and Knack has seen the vast majority of its development staff let go. R.I.P. Knack. This said after their annual contracts were not renewed ahead of the company's next business year, which begins April 1st. 
Localization and business staff will remain in place, and a Sobi team, the group responsible for the Astrobot games, will continue as a standalone studio within Sony Japan. It's claimed, um, and others have followed Silent Hill and Gravity Rush director Kichiro Toyama to his new studio, Boke. Boka. Boka. Bloodborne and Demon's Souls remake producer Teruyuki Toriyama said he was leaving nice. SIE Japan at the end of 2020, but that's all that article said about that, so I don't know whether he left or not. Sure. Whether they left or not. It's up in the air, baby. Yeah, uh, Bloodborne producer Masaki uh, Yamagiwa and video producer Ryo Sogabe are also both leaving at the end of February. Right. Mm-hmm. So just a lot of people leaving. Yeah. People of knowledge of the matter told Video Games Chronicle that Sony Japan Studio simply hasn't been hasn't been profitable enough in recent years. The developer wanted to create games that appeal to the Japanese market with hopes of having global appeal, while PlayStation wants the kind of global hits its other first-party studios produce. Mm. One person Video Games Chronicle spoke to said that ja- said that Japan Studio's fate had been sealed over a year ago following its departure of longtime president Alan Becker, who was replaced by the Astrobot Rescue Mission director Nicholas Doucette, allegedly due to frustration over the developer's lack of hits. However, Jim, Jim Ryan, Ryan has has quote downplayed this narrative several times. In December he claimed that Japan continued to be a hugely important market for Sony Interactive well, Entertainment. I would and assume that Japan is still a huge like a hugely important market for Sony Interactive Entertainment, but I think this article is trying to make it sound like Japan Studio is not a highly important market. Like, you know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm getting off this, where that quote seems a little out of context in this article. I think maybe what they're trying to allude to is because of all these people who are leaving and they're not renewing their contracts for, maybe he or she who's writing this article is interpreting that as the failure to like support the future of mm. this uh studio if and you know like if it is profitable right and yeah if this is a really important market why would you not continue to keep these studios staffed yeah no i get that wild so ah well r.i.p knack 3 we're never getting knack 3 now i think that's that's what this is telling me and gravity rush 3 nope ape escape won't get a second or a third so there's that also james i'm concerned sorry i'm concerned for bloodborne and demon Souls. so from software and bluepoint from they're fine those guys are those guys make games for so long you know what i mean like i could tell you games that they've that bluepoint and from software have both made whereas like japan studio i'm glad it told me that they made knack because i wouldn't have been able to tell you that they made knack fair and then a lot of people also went to studio Booga. Which I'm excited right. for because that's got a lot of people from the original right. Silent Hill. Who knows? Who knows what's who coming knows? out of that? Yeah, who knows? I'm only tell. James, what is this last article that we have here? It's barely an article. It's more of a statement. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so it's just that EA has canceled Gaia, which is the new IP that Motive Studio have been developing for more than five years. That's the yeah. uh, same developer as Star Wars Squadrons and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Well... I think when I was looking this up a little bit, yeah, F for Anthem. Thank you, Cheesy. We had a, we did have an Anthem discussion at the beginning of this episode. It is still an F for me. I cry every, I've yeah. cried every night since this has happened. That's only been one night. Um, but yeah, okay. So Motive, Motive Studio, did they also help with Battlefield or am I way off? I think you're off. 
okay, Battlefront then. Battlefront it is. Yeah. I could not tell you what, what Gaia is, or Gaia, I don't know how to say this. It was, I think it was just the, uh, the project IP. Okay. But five years working on a project, usually games can ship in like five, six years. So mm-hmm. there must have been something like very wrong with this or sure. the interest was not there anymore. So, sure. but you know, here's EA with this, with this gun of cancellation and they're like, bye-bye Anthem. Bye-bye Gaia. <laughs> and they're, they're like, watch, they're going to turn around these assets, put them into hyperscape. And then they're going to be like hyperscape. And then <laughs> that's what's I'm happening. I, I didn't know hyperscape was EA. Oh, is it not EA? Oh my god, it's not. Hyperscape is not EA. What am I talking about? Who makes Hyperscape? It's not Respawn. It's Ubisoft. Ah! That's right! That's right! <laughs> wow, misinformation. I'm sorry, please don't listen to me. Okay. Um, It's time for RFS. Let's go. I don't really have anything else to say about Gaia. Or Gaia. I don't either. I don't either. Okay, it's gone though. RFS, you know what it is. Stories without a story. Random fun off. stuff. Start us off, baby. Valheim sells 4 million copies. Which is huge. It's huge. 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 Cyberpunk patch delayed for a mid to late March release date due to cyber attacks, which is a very cyberpunk statement to actually read. It Not <laughs> only is it very cyberpunk in the actual game itself, but the delay is very on brand with cd project red so f f f i will not be playing this game until the end of the year maybe 2022 will i play it again i'm done i'm out for now but i will be getting this platinum trophy james when it when everything's said and done and it's better i will be getting it because i loved playing it all 60 hours all 60 hours i put in it's a lot of time my uh my youth director keeps asking me if i beat cyberpunk i said i'm not playing it till the end of the year it's going to push it in 2022. By that time, there's going to be so many games to play. You might not ever play it. I don't think I'm ever going to play it. Stop! No, you have to. It's so good. It's so good. I paid $60 for it. Of course. It's really play. good. Okay. Okay. Uh, system saw... So- system... <laughs> James, you should have returned it and then bought it on Amazon for 30 That's God, what you should have done. Right. I don't know what you were thinking there. Did you try to sell ah! the... Did you sell the Steelbook already, or are you keeping the Steelbook? Just keeping the Steelbook. Okay. It is pretty you know, cool. You know I'm a slut for a Steelbook. I know you are. So am I. Uh, System Shock remake to release in late summer and a demo arrives today if you want to play that. Cool. Because you know what demo there is today? There's something I'm adding to random fun stuff. Outriders, baby. I cannot wait to play Outriders tonight. Let's go. Playing that after the stream. Yeah, I'll need a little bit of time, but after the stream, yeah. Okay. We'll go hard. So you want this next one too or you want me to take that? I'll I'll take it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando to release on PS4. Let's go with PS5 compatibility and Switch on April 6th. Let's fucking go. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Do you play the original? Yeah, but it's been... Yeah, on Windows or whatever. On whatever that was. Yeah. Rage 2 is free on Epic Game Store. Claim it. It's gone tonight. So it's gone at actually 8pm. So if you're not on that... Get on that. Um, Near Replicant gets a new trailer, which this I have not seen yet. Like exactly like three point one four six six four six. What are you it's talking like, about? I thought it was pi at first, but it's not. Like it's the amount of time that the video is. It's like a very specific time. Huh. The trailers, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, 
There are no new character <laughs> customizations coming to World of Warcraft Shadowlands, and people are upset about it. F for those WoW people. F Big F for those WoW people. Cheesy, we covered the Final Fantasy VII news at the beginning of the podcast when we did the State of Play stuff. We did talk about uh, Final Fantasy's Battle Royale mobile game third-person shooter that will be coming out on mobile devices, yeah. which is just a freaking mess. Just a mess, so that's great. Grape? Guys? Great. That's going to do it for episode 53 of Checkpoint. James, how you feeling? Is there anything else we need to discuss good. tonight before we dipskies? No, dude. I think we hit it all. I think we hit it all. I think we knocked it out of the park. That was a great episode. Freaking park. Um, I'm just excited by Kenna, bro. I, I don't care. That's literally all I'm looking forward to. Kenna and uh, Mass Effect Kena. Remix. Is it Kena? How do we know? I, I don't know. It's K-E-N-A. Kenna. Yeah, but Kenna feels weird. Kenna does feel like a double N. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, cheesy. Can you get an hour. You, he wants an hour count on Persona Five. Give him real uh, quick before we end I the stream up. Last time, last time I checked was one hundred and thirty. Maybe Outriders. Outriders is co-op, but we'll get there after we end this episode. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. If you're listening on audio platforms, we totally, totally appreciate you. Um, let us know you're watching, please. If you are listening on audio platforms, leave us a review. It would be super, super helpful. Um, you know, just give us one star and just the worst review possible. That'd be awesome. I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. That would be terrible. Um, but guys, we'll see you next time, next week. Oh, and, uh, Saturday freeze frame. If you're interested in movies too. So Mm -hmm. peace out. Oh, and, and one more thing, baby. One more plug. Our state of play reactions are on YouTube right now. So you can watch me, James and Luigi react to that live and go absolutely crazy for nothing because nothing was worth going crazy for during that state of play. But it's a super fun time. You could argue Final Fantasy VII's content was going, worth going crazy for it, but that's it. Okay, we're ending the outro. All right, peace out everybody. Episode 53, bye-bye.